Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Happy Wednesday to everybody listening. Day before Rivalry Day. How's it going over there, Gordon? You're looking good. Spry? Fresh? I don't look like I've just been running around like a crazy person. No, no, I never would have uh, I never would have guessed that. Well, that's what I've been doing. So, uh, anyway, but I'm doing well. Uh, it's a beautiful day out there today, Jake. And you know me. I like to look at the bright side of almost everything. When I look at a problem, I like to... Uh, to see seek solutions, not to point out problems. Well, what what specific problem are you talking about? I'm just talking about my overall je ne sais quoi. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. What does that mean, je ne sais quoi? I don't know. Austin, you speak French. What does that mean? Uh, it means you probably shouldn't use it if you don't know what it means. <laughs> it's actually probably a pretty good rule of thumb. Austin has uh, there. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, positive yeah. problem solver. That's what yeah. I think about uh, when I think Isn't about Isn't that the first thing that comes to mind? Mm, it's close. How about that? Close to the top. Which means no, not at all. Well, I do recall a, an interview where Kevin O'Connor asked you repeatedly to solve a problem and, and you refused to. <laughs> How's Kevin doing these days? I don't Is know. Floating on a raft somewhere and uh, helping the jazz out on occasion? That sounds like a pretty sweet gig. I hope so. Is, was it his idea to bring the purple back? I don't know, but that was uh, dropped today. We we actually chatted about that a little bit yesterday. Yeah, we did. The video accompanied with the release was super cool. Did you have a chance to watch that, the, yeah. the animation? Yeah, I liked it. The only problem was there were only two modern jazz players. and oh, Was Mike Conley in there somewhere? I thought he was. He was. He was. Yeah, I it was very was. brief, though, right? It was Donovan, Rudy, and Conley, I think, okay. and then I thought, John, Carl, and Jeff, Okay, right? all right, then I feel better about it. That was good. Because th- then I thought, okay, that was three then, and is it two now? But I do remember that Conley had a brief uh, sort of appearance in there somewhere. And it has taken the internet. Because you got to have three. you got to have three. Do you have to? Yeah. Is that a rule? Somebody legislate Usually. that? It, it's it's in a book somewhere. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I, I believe it's by the words of two or three <laughs> in the book, but... Uh, it it yeah. has taken the internet world by storm, though. Oh, I've seen it picked up by, by pretty much everybody out there. People love the purple. And I'm telling you, it's like people were complaining about the purple f- 10 years ago, but now everybody loves the purple. It's the nostalgia of it all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it brings back memories. And they were kind of a, I don't know, uh, they're, they were a little bit, uh, well, they were certainly unique. And so I think in... Today, you know, like what was cool then becomes cool again, but it goes through a period of not being cool. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I think it's now reemerged as, as it's cool. cool, like nostalgic cool. Everybody right. loves it. And, you know, the jazz logo coming down the mountain like a, like a toboggan. 
what jazz has to do with a toboggan and a mountain. I, I don't know, but it looks cool. Right. So, yeah, everybody, everybody seems to like it. Now, my question is, how long, how often, is that the court of the year? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Or will they switch it, it around with all the others? It's going to be like the city edition has been. Okay. When they wear those uniforms, they'll, they'll that use court that court. will be there. Right. And then will they have the city edition court still? I don't know. Are they going to do the cities again this year? I'm not. We don't I'm not, know. I'm not sure if they are. Yeah. yeah, we should know that. And then will they have the traditional jazz uh, right. jazz note logo as well? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's cool. Man. It's, I, I've just seen you talk about around the uh, the internet. Uh, people seem to be really on board with this. Okay. I'm not talking about just here in Utah. I'm talking about uh, it's been widely praised everywhere. All right. So with that in mind. What do you want to come back in style? Socks with sandals is you. <laughs> Cargo shorts for me. Cargo shorts for Austin. Wow. I've been wearing the, the crap out of my flat caps. Although I kind of like it that uh, not a ton of people wear those. Hmm. How about baggies? No, we don't want those. Like baggy pants? I'm not a big fan of the no high-waisted blocks. stuff that's in style now. See, that's come back. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Bell bottoms? The they've mom- come and gone a bunch of times. Yeah. The mom jeans? The, the mom jeans yeah. look is back, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not my favorite. No? But some people, obviously, it's the style. Um, hmm. What else would be good? Uh, Sock hops. <laughs> Sock hops, okay. Little skirts. <laughs> Malt shops. What what were those suits called? You know, the big baggy suits. Zoot suits? Yeah. What about those? Are those a thing? Could they? They should be again. I could get on board with with that. And what they wear over their shoes? Are those taps? What are those called? Oh, spats? Spats? Is that what they're called? I think so. Are these words? What are you guys talking about? (laughs) I don't know. We might be getting ourselves in trouble. Old, old people. Uh, Let's see. What else? Um, Hmm. I don't want double polyester coming back. No, polyester is not my favorite material either. No, no, no. Don't want that. What about members-only jackets? <laughs> sure. I always like those. All right, uh, so are, what needs to about, come back? Are bomber jackets, uh, is that the thing again? I don't yeah. know if you can say that on a plane. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, uh, the yeah, I do. World War II look. Right, the, the leather jackets with the fur interior. Is leather as a whole, is, is, is leather back in style? Well, I, as far as what actually is in style, you're talking to the wrong person. But I, I have no idea on leather. Remember Whittingham's famous quote, uh, nice pants? Which was hilarious. Uh, oh, man. There's, there's, uh, are you a wide tie or a narrow tie guy? Uh, whatever's in the closet. And, and please, don't bring back the big old collars. You could land a plane on those collars. They're ridiculous for a while. They came out to near your shoulders. I don't like those. No. I, and, and the big baggy pants with the big cuffs on them. And the, how about the platform shoes? Remember those? No, that might have been a little before my time. Uh, but have you, have you seen them? I've seen them, yeah. Guys strutting around with those. All right, so what do you want to see come back in style? You can tweet us at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. You can leave us an open mic as well if you'd like. The purple is back. But what else needs to come back? But, yeah, the purple is cool again. And uh, the, the video is, uh, was cool that the Jazz released today. I would encourage people to, uh, to go see it. All right, we're going to talk a lot 
of football today. Gordon, of course, uh, you would expect nothing less on the day before the rivalry. Uh, Rob Morris is going to be on the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, Frank Dolce will join us at 4.30. And our friend Josh Parcell will be on the show at 5.30 to give us a little national perspective on the world of college football. Strong uh, lineup. Quick tease, another, uh, another prominent college football voice has picked Utah to go to the college football playoff. We'll tell you who. Uh, I'm very. Is this one coherent? Uh, yeah, very much. Okay. Friend of the show, actually. So to make sure. Um, and then uh, I'm very disappointed in Gordon's column. So we'll uh, we'll definitely get to that. Actually, I'm not disappointed in the column as much as I am you, because I, I I just didn't think you'd pull something like this ever. What? And so uh, we'll we'll get to that coming up. And then. Uh, Dick Harmon has written something in the Deseret News that uh, is always a hot topic with you for some reason, and so I'm sure we will is get to that. someone controlling their own destiny? No, no, no. Okay. Should we get started? You better before I start really thinking about that, and then I'll start getting all in a bad mood because I came in in a chipper mood, even though I've been a very busy person today, running around from errand to errand and happy to do so. Okay, I'll, let's lead with why I'm I'm disappointed in you personally with your column today. <laughs> good. Let's That's get a good place to let's start. get to the uh, the split story of the day. Okay, two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280, the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. You know, I, I yeah, it's it's uh, it's good with whatever we we get thrown our way. Uh, I know who we are. Um, that and I like the offense to know who they are. You know, like I, I don't care with what the media wants to portray us at right now at this point, uh, because you know it it just doesn't matter to me. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad that they're they're ranked in the top. What, what are they? 14 right now. I'm I'm happy because it's just an opportunity for us to show who we are. Because I know who we are, but it's it's going to have to show game one, game two, and and be consistent. So I, I'm excited for what the season holds for us. All right, that was Austin Lee right there. Is a little over 24 hours from right now. We'll be watching BYU play Utah. Gordon, you have a column out. It is headlined uh, at sltrib.com. The absolute key to the BYU-Utah rivalry game turns in a most angry, violent place. Mm -hmm. Do you want to give us a quick idea of what uh, you wrote today? And I'll tell you why I'm very disappointed in you. No, you tell me what I wrote. Well, it has to do with what you wrote. Uh, you wrote about the line. Uh, right. B- BYU's offensive line going against Utah's defensive line. You wrote how it's all this beautiful, and if you know anything about football, you're going to enjoy it, and all this <laughs> condescending garbage. Condescending. But that's that's not why I'm disappointed in you. Because you are uh, – you, you ethically, journalism, that, that whole thing is a big deal to you. Yes. And I think if your name is going to be on a column, you shouldn't let Hans Olsen write it. This 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 better be good. I, that's I what took, I just I said. I took you enough let, of this crap yesterday you let Hans, from a certain partner. Hans said that yesterday, but I thought it three weeks ago. You you let Hans write your entire no, column. No, I didn't. Oh, you're taking me too seriously. No, he agrees with me. No, I, Okay, good. I, you're taking me too seriously. I'm just joking because Hans always talks about the lines and I'm saying it. Uh, your column read to You ruined my joke. You know this. Your column you read know, to me like I've Hans been, wrote it. I've that's been, all I was saying. I've been saying. talking about this 
this for weeks now. I know, I and know. I finally, I, and look my, how defensive you are oh, today. Am I, am I being defensive? I was just joking about how the, the Hans loves the lines and that oh, uh, I, it read to me but, like Hans wrote it. No, and I was I'm, just oh, joking I, that you would let Hans agree, write your column. Agree, I'm just joking. I agree with Hans and Hans Jeez. agrees with me. Well, you said I'm disappointed Jeez, you were me. I'm not what being am I? serious. I'm just joking around. Oh, man, well, you, you had me fooled. Austin. I really do hate you, so. Uh, no, Both. I was just... Uh, uh, After the grief I took from PK yesterday, I didn't want to have to hear it from you. I'm not jumping on that. I'm just saying it was boring, like if Hans would have written it. Because <laughs> it's about the lines, and oh, who cares? Awkward. Really? <laughs> Is that, but that's kind of the way you really think. No, I. here's the thing. I, I think you and Hans are, are both correct. I just love joking with Hans about how boring the trench play but is. It's not boring. And, and see, here's the thing. Here's the honest truth is that Hans and those like him uh, watching games with them has really ruined football for me. <laughs> Because now all I you do... You just want to see the pretty boys out there but flying all I do around, now is, all the skill guys running around, catching the pass, laddie freaking da And the quarterbacks, you know, they get the girl, they get all the glamour, you know, get down there with the biggins. And that's all I watch when I watch football now because of, of watching games with Hans. And uh, yes, you're right, and it is going to be an exciting matchup. I just like to tease you both about how boring the trench it's is, not, and you go and just ruin my but joke. It's not boring. It's exciting. It's fun to see these masses of humanity going up against one another. It, that that's one of the most unusual things about football. I, I, when I have stood down on the field and watched high-level football players play, there are two things that really stand out to me. One is the gracefulness and the speed of the wide receivers. Well, there's a number of things. That's one. Two is that the running backs hit the hole as fast and as hard as they do, running into all that, that all those big guys. And the third thing is how huge some of these guys are. They're huge. I mean, Lucky Foto is 340 pounds. Are you into sumo wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> because what you're describing is basically that entire sport. But it's not really it's 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 more sophisticated than just you know just punching each other. Well, so is sumo wrestling. Well, yeah, I suppose it is. I'm not I'm not So up next to time speed on Olymp- sumo. the Olympics ro- roll around, I I better get a thorough sumo breakdown from you, Gordon. Aren't the sumo guys like over over in Asia, aren't they like uh worshiped almost like the I mean Aren't they seen as darn near close to deity? I have no idea. I, I'm sure the sport is popular in Japan, so I'm sure if you're good at it, you're probably pretty popular. All they look like to me is a bunch of guys who uh, have eaten a lot of pizza in their life. And you just summed up how most people feel about the offense and defensive line. <laughs> but but it's, more, it's more than that. It is. Uh, I had an, uh, an offensive line coach. In fact, it was Jeff Grimes. When he was offensive line coach at BYU many, many years ago, he described how counterintuitive playing offensive line is and the balance involved in it and all the technical aspects to it, much more complicated than just keeping your body in front of the guy who's trying to get past you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I've, al- I've always liked it. You know that I've said over and over again on this show that second the quarterbacks – 
that the offensive line is the most important unit on the field. How many times have you heard me say that? Uh, once. <laughs> 1,000. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, – I'm sorry if it took a condescending tone in the column because I think a lot of people who know their football know this. It was very condescending. No, I will no, say that, that. It was that, very that condescending. It was not that part. If you have half a brain, you'd agree with me. That's basically <laughs> what you said. If you've, if you've watched more than one football game in your life – then you would 100% agree with me. And if you if you don't, it means that you're just uh, a brainless moron. <laughs> well, people know who they are, you know. And no, you're I, not even denying it. I, I like it. I, I think that most fans have been around the game and they realize this. It's just that people don't want to read about it. They don't want to hear about it. They don't want to. They don't want to acknowledge it. They want to talk about the glamorous. And all the divas on the on the out on the, you know the wide receivers and the and the quarterbacks and the, the running backs and, and those guys are athletes too. I'm I'm impressed by them, but it's much more than just that, Jake. It was supposed to be somewhat funny, amusing, not condescending. Oh, super condescending. Well, so was my joke about hands that was supposed to be funny and amusing, and you took well, it that personally. Wasn't funny at all. Uh, this I, is funny. Sven says Gordon's column read nothing like Hans wrote it. There are zero food analogies or even references. <laughs> <laughs> I got an email today from a guy who said that he usually likes what I write and what I say on the air and whatnot, but he was offended by my column where I called BYU's players a bunch of schlubs. Well, it's not very nice. But. I, and I and I usually don't respond to people when they send me, but he was very respectful, and I, even though he said he was disappointed, kind of like you, and uh, I, I said no, that was what Kyle Whittingham would not say to his team. Oh, I see. I wasn't actually calling BYU's players a bunch of schlubs. I was saying that that was what Kyle would not say to his team about BYU. So sometimes these things get lost on folks. I hope that doesn't sound condescending. Like Austin usually doesn't get any of this stuff, you know. And there's a lot of people like Austin. You are in a really condescending mood today. <laughs> Just kidding. If you like watching quarterbacks, you're an idiot. <laughs> That's basically what I read from your call. That's not true. You don't know anything about the sport <laughs> if you actually enjoy watching the football move up the field. No, but the reason it moves up the field is because of the biggins. Give them some credit. Even the Why term biggins so is condescending. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's just a contraction. What if I called you, hey, biggin? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a contraction for big one. But, and that doesn't sound condescending to you? Oh, those guys like being big. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't right now you're speaking for them? Wouldn't you want to be big? I believe you also called them ugly in the column. <laughs> I did which, not. Yes, you I did. I said, unfortunately, they are referred to as big ugly. Which you do on nearly a daily basis. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Just dripping with condescension. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you like, that, uh, on some days at least, wouldn't you want to be 6'5 and 280? No. <laughs> Why can't you just call them great athletes? Why do they have to be called biggins? Because <laughs> they're big. So? Well, that's you, what... you say I'm mean to Tony when I call him little. 
Yeah, but, but but like I said, people like to be big. People Do they? don't like to be little. Do they? <laughs> well, I guess it depends, on, it depends on how it's all arranged. <laughs> you know? I mean, if you look like a sumo wrestler, then you might want to, you know. Again, those are superior athletes. <laughs> I've seen all sorts of condescension in today's column. Give it a read, sltrip.com. I've seen parents who, let's just say, they hadn't always pushed away from the buffet table. Let me see if I can find uh, this one particular uh, condescending sentence. <laughs> the reason you think it's condescending is because you disagree with what was being said. No. I that's, d- that's why. No, I get yeah. the... Uh, yeah. I'm not into fat bottom girls. <laughs> Again, that was not me actually saying that. Uh, uh, that was me. That was taken out of context. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Besides, someone told me that fat bottoms are in style these days. I don't know whether that's true. Austin is fat. <laughs> All right, here, here's my favorite condescending paragraph. Uh, that may not throw a charge into Joe and Jill six-pack. The people who only watch and care about what the quarterbacks and the running backs and the receivers do. But for anybody who spent a lot of time around football, this is a thrill a minute. Watching what these extraordinarily large homo sapiens, why can't you just call them athletes, who muddy themselves and hammer their opponents in the dark reaches do. That is glorious. What's the matter that's with that? Not, that's not, uh, you, that doesn't strike you as condescending? No, it's condescending to about 15% of the people out there who don't know what to look for. It's condescending to anybody who enjoy watching quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers. But for anybody who spent a lot of time around football, it's a thrill a minute. Hey, hey, I like quarterbacks and wide receivers and running backs as much as the next guy. I mean, I do appreciate their talent. But what I'm saying is that none of that matters if the big guys up front don't get their job done. How about, let me put it this way, but for anybody who has half a brain, <laughs> it is a thrill a minute. That's not what I wrote. Basically what no, you wrote. No, it's not. Austin? No. It's not. Uh, I, I think you were condescending. Yeah, there you go. Two Especially to, to Joe and Jill six pack, which is typically used to denote the majority. <laughs> that's true. That's that's usually identifying Isn't that the your connotation? average. Yeah. yeah, your average Joe out there. Great point, Austin. So the majority. So the majority of you morons idiots. out there don't know your backside from a hole in the ground. Does make it more of a dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad I could offend everyone. But that should be uh, a very critical matchup, and that is strength upon strength, which I believe was was part of your point. Hmm. Is, is that not correct? Uh, uh, I, I, you know. I don't know nothing no more. <laughs> <laughs> You're just giving up. I, I just I don't know nothing. You're you're in the submission mode now. Getting kind of personal. That's aren't you? very unlikely. I just want to see the guy throw the thing through the air to the other guy <laughs> to the end of the place. Okay, Joe. <laughs> Where's Jill? <laughs> All right, joining us now Another in Joe. studio. He is one of our great friends. He is Mike Wilson with Any Hour Services. Mike, don't be condescending to our listeners. Apparently, that's taboo. All of a sudden. <laughs> Well, I'm just worried about your readers, really. I mean, you just made them all feel dumb. That's all I'm saying. 
Maybe you protest a little too much. Mm, okay. Maybe you found yourself on the end of condescension because you couldn't think straight. Call it what you want. Uh, <laughs> Mike, first of all, it's great to see you. What's going on, man? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good. I mean, business is, is going on. So. Booming? It's booming. Yeah. Things are good? Um, yes, it's, it's very good. Actually, you know, that's one of the things we were, we were going to talk about is because, like, I don't know if you guys remember. I know you do, but because it wasn't that long ago. But, like, we had a really weird spring, right? It was mm-hmm. abnormally cold, and then the heat hit, and it, it seemed like the heat was pushed back a few weeks, and we're experiencing that right now, at least in our business, because normally it's started to, like, uh, slow down by this time, but it feels like the heat's been bumped back about three weeks, and so we've still got lots of warm weather you know in front of us lots of air, using our air conditioners right. and and so it's it's helped our business in the positive but i mean that slow start helped it in the negative and so i mean it's a net you know whatever it it comes back around right so, so there's actually more people who are who are blowing you guys up who've got issues and it's still hot outside yeah it's still hot we still have people calling in for systems that aren't uh, aren't working and, and whatnot so you ever been hot in your own house as yes. a matter of fact, I have. That's yeah. no good. You don't want to find yourself in that situation, Mike. No, you don't. You're sweating between the sheets and stuff. You know who wants that? Well, <laughs> don't don't take the bait, Mike. Okay, don't. I won't. Yeah, no. no. Go with the high I mean. road, Mike. You walk into your kitchen and <laughs> you, you know, are you wearing a sheet in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> so wanna, confused. No, you want to make yourself, you know, some lasagna or something, and you're sweating, and you get perspiration dripping down into your bowl that you're mixing up <laughs> stuff in. I thought that was going That's somewhere so gross, else for a yeah. second. <laughs> got perspirations dripping down into your bowl. <laughs> and by the way, when was the last time you made lasagna? Gordon talks about like going into well, the kitchen to get a snack, and he's like, see, whip yourself up no, some no, lasagna. You wouldn't know this, because you're never spending any time in the kitchen, but people are out there, a lot of people are sweating in the kitchen because you got the stove on, and that's why you need your air conditioning, right, Mike? I do agree. Nothing, uh, you know, <laughs> nothing says it's hot outside like a big, hearty lasagna meal, you know? Something refreshing it's like really that. really hot. What are we having? Lasagna. Lasagna. Ooh, Gordon, this lasagna is extra juicy today. <laughs> All right, Mike. <laughs> this has been a, this has been a few, good- Throw a few ice cubes in there. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a good conversation with Mike. I like how we've started today. Uh, but you always, you always come in uh, with great deals for our listeners, and uh, let's let's have this lead somewhere, Sure, sure. Okay, so so here's here's what we're actually uh, the offer that we have. Since we do still have some warm weather in front of us, uh, I I just want to make sure that people are remembering to make sure they're maintaining their air conditioners. And in the other breaks, we'll talk about things that we can do ourselves. But in the owner's manual, it does say that in addition to the things you do yourself, you should have a professional look at it every year and make sure that everything is functioning the way that it should. We have a 23 point air conditioner tune up. Um, It's the end of the season right now, so you're going to get the benefit of you know getting it done now. Now, and it'll probably last you to, through the next season as well, since we only have probably six to eight weeks left of this. Normally, $99 to go through the system. You've heard the spiel before. Check everything top to bottom, leave you with a full written report, let you know how it's working. But Zone listeners are going to save 70 bucks and be able to get it done for only $29. Wow. You can schedule it for whenever's most convenient for you, but if you want to lock in the $70 savings, you need to call in before the end of the show. And the AC is a big investment. The 20 th- or uh, saving 70 bucks, $29 to to protect that investment seems yep. very reasonable, Mike. Very I think reasonable. so. Normally, I would ask you for a better deal, but that sounds pretty good to me. I appreciate that. I'd, normally, I'd ask you for some lasagna, but now that I know how it's made. <laughs> All right. Call any hours. <laughs> 
Call any of our services uh, right now. Galloping Gourmet over here <laughs> save, instead of Slow Trot. <laughs> save 70 bucks on that 23-point air conditioner tune-up. $99 value for only $29. But you got to get on that schedule tonight before 7. 801-443-7400. 801-443-7400. Any hour services. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. All right. More Big Show. Straight ahead. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The 2019 season begins this week, and what better way to kick off the season than the Holy War? Listen all week as the Zone Sports Network gets you ready for another chapter of the BYU-Utah rivalry. Then, on game day, legendary. catch the Holy War pregame show beginning Thursday at 6 at JCW's in Provo. They gonna talk about me. Your home for the best Holy War coverage in Utah is right here. On 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. BYU, Utah. Another chapter in the Holy War is about to be written. And the Zone Sports Network has the game covered from every angle. Right now, it is my pleasure to introduce... This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. They have no choice. They have to be. They've known about them, and they, they saw them last year. So we'll see what happens. We've, we've had a, a, a great opportunity to get stronger and bigger and faster, and so we'll see if it matches up. I know that Utah's D-line brings a, a lot of experience and a lot of physical play, and I like that matchup. So I think our guys are excited to see where they match up with possibly the best D-line in college football, and let's see what happens, man. Kalani Stocky right there. Welcome on back. Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today, Fleetwood Mac, selected by me, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. I had rumors going on the turntable the other day, Gordon. I thought, you know what? Next time I get a chance to pick band of the day, I'm going Fleetwood Mac. You did Mac. it on the vinyl? Oh, yeah. Wow. I've got not one but two copies of rumors. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's the advantage <laughs> to listening to it on vinyl? Uh, I'll tell you. You what get I, to brag that you have a record player. The true fact. Uh, I'll tell you what I like about it. Here's here's my thing with vinyl. All right, there there are three things. It does sound a little bit more organic, where it kind of has that grainy sound to it. Which is that good? I think it's good. Why? I think it. I don't know. Makes it more. Makes it less perfect. Yeah, like uh, like digital digital music is a little too perfect. If if you don't get that, I don't know exactly how to explain it, it to you. It's but why like, we have an AM and an FM. Some prefer the AM crackle. There you go. Great point, Austin. So I do like that. Uh, number two, I think it, it doesn't force you, I guess, but you listen to the whole album as opposed to digitally where you just download oh, the hits. That's a you good know? point. Yeah. You listen to the whole album and you know flip the A side over to the B side and you Did consume the whole thing. people skip songs, though? 
on the turntable? Well, it's, it's possible, but it, I don't. It's not as easy as hitting. Well, I was trying next. to remember whether we did that back in the day, and I, I don't really remember doing that all that much. And then know? the other thing I like about it is the album art and the inserts. Where uh, usually they include, you know, interesting information and great pictures. Oh, yeah, like now you can get online and just read the entire history of the artists. So that's kind of a better way, isn't it? Uh, Not in my opinion. Well, you asked me why I liked it. I'm telling you, and you're just just crushing me now. No, I'm not. But no. I do like the fact that it, it uh, you listen to all the the whole album as opposed to just yeah that's a good point yeah. so anyway there you go you like the you like the uh, you like this the kind of grainy sound huh I do mm-hmm. all right <laughs> you are so condescending today it's just amazing you were the one it's that was amazing. condescending you were the ones who go oh, I okay. don't know how to explain this to people who don't do who can't relate but uh, those of us who can. It's kind of what you said. Exactly. So we have condescension flying in every direction. All right, here. let's talk about something that matters. What other condescending we? things can we say? <laughs> I want to I want to ask you a couple of simple questions about the the rivalry game tomorrow. All right, and I'm curious okay, if we Jake, have similar I'll try answers. To say it in a way you can understand. You don't need to turn into Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> Eeyore's just don't not talk, condescending. Just don't talk down to me. That's all. You sounded like Eeyore right you there. You did. I'm trying to tell you how it is. <laughs> All right. What, what do you want to know? Because I'll dispense uh, the truth to you. Who? <laughs> l- let me put it this way. If BYU wins tomorrow, the MVP of the game will be whom? In other words, who's the most important to BYU's victory? Well, this may sound run counter to what I just said about the line play, but I imagine it would be easy to point at Zach Wilson. Uh, him or Tyson Williams is kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, but neither one of them can do anything without the help of the offensive line. So, so we're just going to be married to that I, topic today, no, obviously. I, I just can't pick the entire offensive line as the MVP. Well, you could if you wanted to. I mean, Well, I guess I could. Uh, and I'm kind of tempted to actually, but okay. I won't just to mix it up. You a little can't. Bit. Yeah, it's no. all right. I'll give you permission. No, it's fine. I, because Tyson Williams can't gain yardage unless those guys are are unless uh, you know the biggins <laughs> are are open in space for him. You know, I've never seen a running back really who could pick up yardage if the offensive line wasn't doing its job. Maybe Barry Sanders at times, but. Okay, well, the, let me get to this. The reason that I'm torn, we all know which direction you're going, but the reason I'm torn between Zach and Tyson Williams is because I don't know what the approach for BYU is going to be offensively. Are they really going to open it up and sling it around? I or are they, they going to go with the more conservative approach where they're no. really going to concentrate on the ground? Because no, we saw both at great length yeah, last year. I think you're going to see a more balanced attack this time. And part of that is because BYU... As good as that offensive line is, I just don't think they can tear apart that defensive line for the Utes. So so they're going to have to throw the football. Watch for Matt Bushman to have a big game. But Kyle Whittingham, he knows a thing or two about defense, as does Morgan Scally, and they're very aware of Matt Bushman. And I think they're going to, he's going to find a crowd around him at times. But uh, if they don't, uh, pay close attention to him. He's going to have a big game. 
See, I think my answer for Utah to the very same question is Utah, uh, if they win, who's the MVP of the game or why did they win? Who's the most responsible? Zach Moss. Uh, see, my answer, because that's a, that's a great answer, and you can go with Tyler Huntley too, and, and we can have that same discussion. But your, your point about Matt Bushman and Tyson Williams, for that matter, I'm thinking Frank Bernard. Hmm. Because I think the the linebackers are going to be crazy important for Utah because they're going to have a lot of responsibility for Matt Bushman. That's going to be a thing, mm-hmm. and I think that they're they're going to be relied upon to stop the run as as Utah linebackers always are because the D line takes up so much attention. They're you know open to make tackles, and if if uh, if Frank can be a tank. Okay, Hi, so Frank. A, a couple of couple Frank of, is short for Francis. A couple Does he like that? observations? I have no idea. That is one is why you call him Francis Frank, and the second is isn't it interesting that the former Cougar would be put in that position? Ah, yes. But I think he is he is really important. I think Chase Hansen was critical, and, uh, and Cody Barton for that matter, were, were critical to Utah's yeah, success defensively. Mm-hmm. And I think who fills those shoes is a big. Um, I don't want to say concern because that sounds too negative, but I think that's that's a big uh, uh, question to be answered coming up tomorrow is how will those guys play because the guys they're replacing were very important and they were very, very good. And I think Bernard, let me just go with the last name. Frankie. Uh, I think at times last year, uh, to especially I mean, in the BYU game toward the he's end of the good. season, I thought he looked great. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought good. he looked terrific. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're going to have a big role because I think Matt Bushman is so dangerous. And I think that Tyson Williams is a good player. And I think those linebackers are going to be relied on. They, they can't cover him. Bushman? Yeah. They're going to need help. Is there a linebacker that plays for the Utes who can cover Matt Bushman, one-on-one? I guess this is the exact question I'm asking. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they're going to need some help. And I guess we haven't seen Devin Lloyd yet, right? No, so we have that not. that may be, but who knows? That's a question. He's built like he, he, that guy. He, he looks like a, like a fine linebacker. But I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't expect him to be the better of the two. And I guess that's why I picked yeah. Francis yeah. Over, over Devin okay. Lloyd. yeah. I can see that, and because, like you said, they'll be highlighted in, in many circumstances. I, that, that, that's that's a good pick, I think. It could be Tyler Huntley. Certainly. Uh, it, I mean, obviously. Uh, but there, that, that's the fascinating thing about this game is there are so many different aspects to it. And that's why I, 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 I don't know. I guess it could potentially be a blowout, but I wouldn't expect it to go that way. Because there are so many different aspects. But if all the different aspects lean one way or the other, like if BYU turns the ball over, they're, they're, they're cooked, in my opinion. Because the Utes are already the better team, but it's going to take some strange bounces of the ball to help the Cougars out. All right, we'll have more coming up. Of course, we'll talk a lot of rivalry today. Rob Morris is going to be on the show at 4 o'clock. Frank Dolce at 4.30. Josh Parcell is going to be with us, our uh, national college football expert, at 5.30. Real quick, Todd uh, on Twitter, who's a very smart guy, obviously, says, Great call on Fleetwood Mac. Nothing is better than rumors on vinyl. Studio music is way overproduced and takes the purity out of the song. Purity. He tweet that from a coffee shop somewhere. <laughs> but uh, what? But uh, the the vinyl. So the vinyl brings the purity back. 
you get it's it's not overproduced. Yeah, it brings the purity back, like uh, like seeing a band in person as opposed to on uh, you know, on the album or whatever. It sounds different. But couldn't they of, couldn't they do that without recording it and having it use listening to it on vinyl? But digital is almost too clean. That's what we're saying. Okay. It's it's too too good. How many things can you say that about in life? I want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Don't take the bus tour at the airport parking lot. Diamond Airport Parking offers covered self-parking, covered valet parking, open valet parking, and free 24-7 car-to-curb shuttle service. Diamond Airport Parking since 1922, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save at Diamond Airport Parking. It's not good because it's too perfect. We'll have more coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker. From an alumni perspective, how much does this streak get under your skin? It's gotten to the point where it's everything. For a lot of years, I heard fans make comments to the effect of, well, all I care is if we beat Utah. I don't care about anything else. And it drove me nuts. And as crazy as it is, that I never thought I would get to that point. I've gotten to that point. I don't care about anything else. That's all I care about for this season. I don't care any other game on the schedule. This game, week one, is the one that I care about i'm so sick of losing to those guys for so many years it's all i care about catch dj and pk mornings from 6 till 10 presented by wcf insurance reminding you to be careful out there on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go town! Turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. show 97.5 1280 the zone gordon monson jake scott want to remind you stop by ken garf west valley dodge this labor day weekend for the used car deals like you've never seen their inventory is packed with cars starting under six thousand dollars so you don't want to miss out sorry to step on you there i like this song and uh what's her name stevie dicks didn't she live here in utah she did i she went to high school at east i think Sure? Somebody once told me it was Skyline, but I'm pretty sure it was East. Hmm. All right. Well, she did all right for herself for the years. The only thing I didn't like about Stevie Nicks was the whole, I, I didn't know, the uh, that, that stuff she used to wear, that lacy stuff. Not into it? No. I mean, no. Once again, it all comes back to looks for you. No, I just didn't like that overall, you know, vibe. It wasn't Carly Simon's sweater, huh? <laughs> Let's not go down that road again. You did that enough yesterday. I was in a, I was in junior high school or something. Come on, give me a break. It says here she attended Wasatch Junior High. Okay, and then a Catholic high school in downtown Salt Lake. Really, Wasatch Junior High. So would that be Judge? I guess that's right by East, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Hmm. All right, Wasatch Junior. There you go, Stevie Nicks, Salt Laker. We'll claim her. Yeah. Do we claim Roseanne? No. 
Uh, does anyone? <laughs> I don't know. She she's legit from Salt Lake, though. She was legit born here, I believe. What about Chrissy Teigen? Is she is, is she, is she from yeah. Utah? Yeah, yeah, Delta, right? Right. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. We can we can claim Chrissy Teigen. How about Carl Rove? Is he from Utah? Yeah, he's from. Uh, well, I know he went to Olympus High School. What about E. Gordon Gee? He's from Vernal. He is. Yeah. As is James Woods. Now we definitely claim James Woods. No, I don't know. From Vernal, Vernal, Utah. Wow. All right. Utah has, uh, you know, has a few folks from around here. Indeed. You know, famous folks. All right. Uh, joining us now in studio, uh, coming up uh, right around the corner, by the way, Rob Morris is going to join us, so make sure and stay tuned for that. But joining us now is our good friend Mike from Any Hour Services. Yeah, any hot, steaming, salty lasagna lately, Mike? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, sir, I don't. <laughs> You're here to make uh, all our listeners' world just a little cooler, aren't you? I try to. <laughs> well, you said you were going to help us out a little bit. You always come in with some tips. Let's let's talk about how we can uh, help our air conditioners uh, during the summer. Uh, well, you know, as the summer's winding down, there's the, the biggest thing that you can do. The, the biggest thing that helps your air conditioner is airflow. That's also the lack of airflow is the biggest thing that causes it to break down. So anything you can do to increase the airflow or maximize it is going to benefit your system. The most obvious one that people think about when they think of airflow, I think, is the air filter. And so as a first step, always make sure that you're keeping that air filter clean. Wherever your air filter is, whether it's at the furnace or in a return air, go to wherever that's at. Check that thing. If it's dirty, you want to change it. If you can't tell if it's dirty, too dirty, hold it up to the light. If you're not seeing light through it you're not getting enough air through it and so change it anything you can do to keep the air flowing i'll tell you i what i do is a tip you gave a, a while ago is I, I plug that thing into my phone just a just yeah, a, reminder a reminder to, to pop up to change Fun, the the filter funny story we we made a video that we put on youtube with some tips and in the video, I actually say, you know, hey, Siri, remind me to check my air filter. And every time I was proofing the video as I was watching it, my phone would go off. It would be like, what do you want to do or something? You know, like I ended up with like 12 reminders in my phone. But, yeah, that's a good hack. Uh, what about ducks? Because that can affect air airflow. Yeah, right. Well, here's the thing. I, I've never... Um, I've never seen an air duct get so dirty that it clogs up and restricts the airflow. What I see that's more common is people closing off the the vents in the room, and that can restrict the airflow. Mm. And so, you know, it it doesn't always like cause the system to, to immediately break down or ice over. But what I like to recommend is if you're having some issues and you're trying to increase performance and it seems like it's struggling, start with the basics. Check the filter, go around, make sure all of the vents are open, make sure all of the return airs aren't blocked by furniture because the whole system is designed to force a certain amount of air out and it's supposed to bring that air back and have that thing circulate. It's a closed system and if it's not getting enough air out it's definitely not going to get enough air back and so it can cause it to struggle and cause the electrical components, the motors and fans to overwork and it draws more electricity than you need to and it doesn't move as much air as you want. And tonight's deal plays right into that for our listeners because it's essential too. Absolutely. We 
we've got our 23-point air conditioner tune-up. You know, we've still got some warm weather ahead of us. Uh, normally, uh, we, we charge 99 bucks to do this. We send a technician out. They go through the system top to bottom. Uh, there's a section in the owner's manual that actually goes over all of the technical components. And so, our 23 points are based off of that. We check all that. We document all of our findings. We leave you with a full written report. You're not going to pay 99 bucks tonight. If you call before the end of the show, you're only going to pay $29. You're going to lock in a $70 savings. You can schedule it for whenever you want. If you want to schedule it next week or whenever, you can do that. But if you want to lock in this $29 price, you need to call before 7 o'clock tonight. Unbelievable deal. Mike's bringing it to the table tonight, saving 70 bucks on that 23-point air conditioner tune-up. $99 value for only $29, but you got to get on the schedule tonight before 7, 801-443-7400, at any hour services. Mike, thank you, sir. You're welcome. All right, we're going to talk to the great Rob Morris coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The 2019 season begins this week, and what better way to kick off the season than the Holy War? Listen all week as the Zone Sports Network gets you ready for another chapter of the BYU-Utah rivalry. Then, on game day, catch the Holy War pregame show beginning Thursday at 6 at JCW's in Provo. They gonna talk about me. Your home for the best Holy War coverage in Utah is right here. Legendary. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.